Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Tuesday, everyone. This is Brian filling in for producer Grant. This hour of the Lori and Julia show, we got the story, or study of duh, excuse me, Holly with the dirt alert, and we're rocking with Rocco in studio for Pop Culture Jeopardy. Shall we play Happy solstice, winter solstice, ladies. You know what that means. It's going to get brighter from here on out. That, I assume you knew what that meant. That's not the first question. Your mic's still up, Lori. In fact, I don't know if... Hi, Rocco. We're having... We spilled water. <laughs> um, we're having all kinds of shenanigans going on over here. Well, I figured since uh, winter solstice means, um, you know, it's the dark... It's the shortest period of daylight today, right? And then it's going to get 12, better 12, 21, 21. Oh, 21. Oh, it's a, a palindrome. A palindrome date. One, two, two, uh, one, angel two, numbers. It's uh you don't this is so significant uh, with the 21. 12 21. 21 we should 21. go to Vegas or at least Treasure Island. I don't know, Marco. Um so what I thought, you know, I'm I'm just so clever. Okay, you um, are. So it's not going to be Jane Fonda who's no, 84 today. Um because it's a dark day of winter. Okay. I'm going to uh, quiz you on some dark Winter movies. Mm. Not only are these winter movies, but they're kind of dark. <clears throat> like they look physically dark. No, they're just kind of like bad things. Bad, happen. bad material. Yeah, you know, like yeah, dark, scary, heavy, heavy things happen. Oh, this is going to be Julia's favorite. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I just made a promo from uh, Friday when Julia wasn't here. Uh, Lori informed me that she beat Britney by Santa's pubic hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> So listen for that promo. Yeah, the, it the, was. It was a Santa's pubic hair. It was a very close, <laughs> close game. So we'll see. You have that to live up to today, Julia. I still haven't heard Julia's voice. Yeah, Is no, she there? she's not turning on her microphone okay. for some strange reason. Uh, that's because I'm it up to my knees in water right now. Yeah. Okay. Well... I'll, Julie, I'll, maybe you can stop. Nothing is getting <laughs> wrecked, and we can play our game. And we're ready. Uh, Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it, Julia. Okay, I'll start with this one. Basically, this is one of those. I'm going to read you the IMDb.com description, and maybe I'll give you the year, maybe some actors, directors. You tell me the movie, the dark winter movie I'm talking about. Okay, this one's from 1980. A family heads to an isolated hotel for the winter. The Shining. Oh, Julia. Yeah, yeah. She is go. paying attention. Good job, Julia. The Shining. How about this one? We're sticking in the early 80s. 1982, John Carpenter directed it. 
Wilford Brimley and Kurt Russell were in it. Oh, is it not from New York? No, um, a, a research team in yeah. Antarctica. Oh, I just saw this movie is hunted like last by year. a shape shifting mm-hmm. alien mm-hmm. that assumes the appearance of its oh, victim. This is such a great movie, it is? you guys. Oh, wait, what year one. is it? Nineteen eighty-two. It's John Carpenter who did The Mist and like Halloween, and the name of this movie is the uh huh the. Frozen. The, it's one word. It's I, one no, syllable. One, the 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 the, the froze. The freeze. No. Close. The dark. No. The froze. The ice. It's a the person, place, or thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The thing. Yes. The thing. Oh. thing. Yeah. The thing. The thing. Great movie. It is. It's just. It's tense. You just don't know who's. The it bad holds guy. up because Casey and I watched that last winter to see if it would hold up. And it held up. That's oh, cool. nice. Yeah, and Kurt Russell, God, he was so handsome. Oh, right. Oh, he did all those hot things yeah. in the early mm-hmm. 80s. Mm-hmm. Escape from New York was one of them. Yes, it was. Exactly. Escape from, he played Snake Plissken You're right. or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's another dark winter movie from 1996. Minnesota car salesman Jerry Lundegaard. Fargo. Fargo. No. Fargo. Okay. Good one. We'll mm-hmm. stick in the 90s here. I guess I didn't know Rob Reiner directed this one. Uh, after a famous author is rescued from a car crash by oh, a fan. Oh, the, misery. No, misery. misery. Oh. Oh. And you know who wants to remake Misery? Somebody. Jamie Foxx. Really? Random. From a random encounter that he had with a fan. And it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> That is a dark movie. That is a horrible dark Uh movie. I told you these would be dark winter movies. In honor of the Kathy Bates and then, was it James James Caan? Yes. James Caan. Speaking of Rob Reiner, yeah, I watched uh, 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 All in the Family Christmas episode over the weekend. Still holds up pretty well, that show does. Yeah. And he's he's good in it. Yes, me. (laughs) And then you also watched... Curb Your Enthusiasm Christmas one. Yes, you should watch that one. That's pretty good. If you if you like... Season 3, Episode you 7. You listen to that other show I'm on. I, like I do. That, that yeah. experience. This past <laughs> weekend, though, Curb Your Enthusiasm, um, what's his name, um, is going to get an Emmy for that. You think so? The guy who was the guest host, Bill Hader. Oh, really? I he re- plays I his headlines. character, Splendid. <laughs> Everything <laughs> Splendid. What, what he a plays great three name. different brothers. Oh, it's so... This past week, and Tracy Ullman is crushing it as nice. the Santa Monica City Councilwoman. He's trying to get to change the laws about a fence around a pool. And he's having a relationship with her just so she won't have to. Yeah, it's just hysterical. <laughs> so you're caught up on. You've, oh, yeah. Well, okay, yeah, gotcha. caught up. I'm caught way up. Yeah. Behind. All mm-hmm. right. I'll, I, sh- I should stick with it, right? It's good. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Unless you're opposed to laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've cracked up every time I've ever watched it. Yeah. Oh, it's hysterical. Uh-huh. All right. Let's stick with uh, the dark uh, winter movies like this one. I think this one's from 84. A young man inadvertently breaks three important rules concerning his new pet mogwai. Gremlins? And, yes. Yes. Okay. Do you remember what those rules not are? Not even close. Mm-mm. Do not I'm expose the mogwai to light. I am too, Larry. Mm-hmm. Do not let it come in contact with water and never feed it after midnight. Because Ooh. then it turns from that cute thing into that mean thing. Yeah. Okay, good job, Julie. Good what do we got? Guess, All right, Julia. that was a I'm two. impressed with that. Guess. Well, that was a day. Yep. Yeah. Three, really two, Lori. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
1980, after the rebels are brutally overpowered by the Empire on the ice planet. (laughs) The ice planet Hoth. Luke Skywalker begins Mm -hmm. Jedi training with Yoda. Yeah. There you go. You think that's a pretty dark one? I guess it is. I, yeah, because yeah. like, you spoiler alert, the bad guys sort of win in the end of that right. one. And yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of people, a lot of Star Wars people think that's the best one. The oh, Empire's yeah. the second mm-hmm. one. Yep. That was good. Good mm-hmm. writing, kind that of good was tension. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Looks cool. It did. Yeah. All right. How about this one? I think this one uh, won some Oscars in 2015. Tom Hardy, Leonardo DiCaprio. The Revenant. Revenant. Yes. Yes. The Revenant. Only because I just said to Lori that's a blurb on Kurt Johnson's new book. <laughs> the really? guy who wrote the, With the Revenant. Really? Yeah. And Stephanie Hansen's husband. Yeah. That's a good get. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Nice. So we I just, just said that. that I literally oh, yes. just said that to Lori <laughs> oh, during break. You know what? And that movie, I would not see that movie Ever. again. Ever. I don't know that I, yeah. I saw it and I was like, okay. Yeah, we saw it. Remember we saw it at the Highland? Yeah, I, I would never see like, okay. We didn't think yeah, anything uh-uh. of it. And no, the, no need. Uh, Leo won an Oscar, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. And then did Inyaritu win? I forget who won. I mean, uh, I can't. I don't I, know I that anyone. I can't remember. But it didn't win best movie. I watched did it? The Departed again. Same, you know, or The Wolf of Wall Street. So good, or Leo. So good, both those movies. It did win best uh, motion picture drama. It, it best. Did. Oh, these are Golden Gloves. Uh, oh. Academy Awards. Best director. Best cinematography. Best. It actor. didn't win best it movie. Didn't win best movie. No, it didn't. It lost to Spotlight. Which, Which was great, that was great a good one. Movie. And then the next year, they it won like the Shape of Water won Best Picture, which I won't even see. I never saw that either. Well, the and, merman and mermaid people really appreciated that. I remember the guy that won. He saw he watched his win like from some Chicago dive bar or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. There All we right, go. We got two line. left, and they're both kind of tough. I kind of pushed the hard ones till okay. the end here. All right. 1997. David Mamet wrote it. It starred Alec Baldwin and Sir Anthony Hopkins, also Elle McPherson. A billionaire and two other men struggle to band together and survive after getting stranded in the Alaskan wilderness I with a bloodthirsty this. Kodiak bear hunting I them down. I saw this. This was a good movie. This is another two-word, two-syllable um, The title. Beast. Close. The Bear. <laughs> it, it, the name, it, what, bear, I feel like, is in the title. It, um, uh, the word we're looking for starts with E. The end. Close. Yeah, it is. It's the like ending. <laughs> no I'm so close, close on this one. I know I am. The Edge. The Edge. Yes. Oh, I knew it. This is Did a good movie. text you that one? No, this okay. is all on my own. Everything <laughs> I own is soaked in water. I just mm-hmm. spilled out myself. I... This was a good movie. I thought that was a good movie. And anytime there's a bear movie or something like that, I'm in. And it was scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that movie. Mm-hmm. All right, Lori, we're tied. Tied. going to be another Santa hair oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> okay. What's going to happen? Uh, this one's from 2015. We'll see how you do on this one. Uh, it's In the Dead of Winter, Wyoming Winter. A bounty hunter played we by Kurt this. Russell mm-hmm. and his prisoner, played by Jennifer Jason Lee, mm-hmm. find shelter in a cabin. Mm-hmm. Currently inhabited by a collection of nefarious characters. We hated this movie. I know it. Quentin Tarantino directed it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And hated it. I don't ever. I, I like brushed it out of my memory. It's called The Left Cabin and the Rotan. If you hated it, yeah, the I hate it. The hateful eight. Oh. Yay, Larry wins. I by never saw that. Two Santa Horrible. hairs. 
The Hateful Eight. Oh, Lori. Horrible movie. Oh, that absolutely did you like it? Did anyone know? I liked it. You did. A guy seemed to like it. I like Quentin Tarantino, and it just—it was one of those. It just took place in one room, and it was is you know super tense. You didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, no, I did not like it. I remember just looking at Casey and just saying, "Why did I watch this movie?" Right. It's because normally we like Tarantino. It wasn't what I expected because I went and saw it in like seventy millimeter, and I was like, "Oh." It takes place in one a one room cabin. Yeah. Oh, horrible! Yeah. I thought there'd be a lot more cinematography and right? scenes. Yeah. Rock All right. Well, I won't you. see you guys. Merry Have a Christmas good Christmas to you and yeah. your family. Yeah, we'll see you next week, and we'll yeah. do it all over again. We will. All right, right. Rocco. See you. Bye. Time okay, listen. The- time for the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Good afternoon. What's happening on 12, 12, 21, 21? Uh, well, on 12, 21, 2021. 21, thank you. <laughs> we, I know, there's a lot of math there. Yeah. Uh, so, Chris Snow's wife, Tara Wilson, apparently their marriage is hanging on by a thread. I believe it. Yeah, so this is according to sources over at page six. Chris Snow's wife, Tara Wilson, has removed her wedding ring, and she's been photographed by the Daily Mail seen without her wedding band and large diamond engagement ring that she wore just two weeks ago when she was on the red carpet for the premiere of And Just Like That in New York City. Mm-hmm. Oh, he hates that he ever did this. So Tara's upset. Yep. Things are hanging on by yeah. a fr- thread now. Be- because I think one of the allegations, he was married. He was married. Like. And in the things that are going around, you know, in social media gossip is that he was married when he was hitting up women and taking them to his place and she'd be out of town or whatever and telling people that he didn't believe in yeah. monogamy. A lot of... Oh, of, didn't believe in that. How convenient. Yeah, so, right. um, the source says that she wants to protect the kids. She has a 13-year-old named Orion and an 18-month-old named Keats. So that's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. that's happening over on page He's six. He's 67. I never knew his age. They just mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's uh, 42 years mm-hmm. old. So a spokesperson for Chris Noth not declining to comment. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. he has denied that anything was non-consensual, and that's really all we've heard from Chris Noth and his people regarding all of this. Uh, the Oscars are going to be happening, the 94th Annual Academy Awards, and there are some short lists that we're getting of potential nominees for this year's Oscar nominations. Those are going to be announced February 8th, but we do have a short list for original song, and that's including uh, people like Beyonce could be nominated for an Oscar this for, year. Yeah, she's the closing song over the end of King, King Richard. Richard. Yes, it's, it's really song. good. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have some other nominees. We could uh, No Time to Die, the Billie Eilish song. She could be nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. So could Jennifer Hudson for the song Here I Am, Singing My Way Home from the movie Respect. She co-wrote. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albert. Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That with Carol King. Mm. and uh, Yes to that one. Yes, and Jamie Alexander Hartman is the other person. And also you too could be nominated for an Oscar this year. For, For what, what movie? Sing Two, the animated oh. film. Oh. Is that the one where, like, Reese, there's so many... Everyone's all, in it. Everyone's in that movie. Everyone's in it and everyone's talking about it. <laughs> yeah, that's the one where Reese Witherspoon plays a pig okay. in that movie. The little kids like that one. Yeah. And that song is called Your Song Saved My Life. Okay. Yeah, so that's happening over at the Oscars. Pete Davidson seen leaving Kim Kardashian's hotel after spending the night. And they're they're at the Beverly Hills Hotel in the downstairs cafe. You know mm-hmm. the the cute little the counter. Laura's Having so breakfast excited. this morning. I love. She gets this. to eat. I yeah. She's she gets to, <laughs> she eat. Gets to eat and she's do fun having things. fun and they're laughing and he takes his medication. He takes his antidepressant. So they're at the Beverly Hills Hotel yeah. today at the diner with the palm tree wallpaper. Yes, yes. And yes, to your guys's point, Kim gets to laugh and she gets to have some food. And she's eating. Yeah, she's yes. eating. They're having fun. They're having pizza and they're going to Staten Island. I this I don't know. But to me, he's like a perfect bridge. Fabulous. Well, on Monday night, Pete Davidson was seen leaving the Four Seasons Hotel in the Financial District in New York City. And they're already in L.A. Oh boy, he's is he gonna be spending Christmas? I don't know. In Calabasas could very well be, or maybe Palm Springs. Oh yeah, probably Palm Springs. Yeah, uh, Kelly Clarkson, a judge ruled not in her favor. Brandon Blackstock still gets to stay at their ten million dollar Montana ranch, even though the judge ruled he had to leave because Kelly bought that ranch with money she had before she was with him, or you know, yeah. money she yeah, made, yeah. and now that Brandon's living there, she can't get him out of the house. Yeah. It costs $81,000 a month to maintain this property. Well, he can't afford it. He needs to get out. Yeah. But this the is... judge said, no, he can stay. But he can stay. Yeah. So oh. sources at Us Weekly are saying that Brandon Blackstock's been living in this uh, Montana ranch, and he doesn't have the financial means to afford to purchase a residence of his own at this time, citing the unresolved financial aspect of their divorce. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, he is getting 200000 a month. Yeah, so he can't afford a place, place? to yeah. buy on I, his own. I'm just like, what? I, I think somehow he could manage. But he could also make the argument that he can't afford something that's within his lifestyle that he's become accustomed to. Right. Yeah, I know. Uh, a single tear falls from yeah, right. our faces Thank this you. afternoon. Uh, over in the world of reality television, let's go back to that. Selling Sunsets, Chriselle Strauss and Jason Oppenheim have split after five months together. Did those two just get together to promote, promote the, show? the show? Probably, because yeah. they confirmed their relationship five months ago. Right. And so uh, they were just together in a video that uh, Chriselle post- posted on Instagram this week. So, again, we cry a single tear yeah. for love lost in the world of reality television. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you guys checked out The Witcher Season 2? Yes. yes. And? Yes. It's, uh, I don't watch love that. Love it. Love it. Well, it is the most viewed show on Netflix this week. I believe it. Yes. It F- dropped Friday and we gobbled up four. 
Oh. And I think there's only eight episodes. Fantastic. Does do it, you watch that? I don't. Neither do I. No, but I know that. So, Lori, give us give us the pitch on why we should be watching The Witcher. I mean, it's it's a fantasy, you know, based on a, there's five books that are out there. And it's about really it's it's a female centric story. It's about, you know, this uh I don't know. I enjoy it for the thing it says. I enjoy it for Henry Cavill is the Witcher, but he's like he he's he plays he's kind of a protector, if you will. But there's I don't know. There's witches in it. I enjoy it for the nudity, the violence, the smoking, the language, oh, and the gore. Everything the you they, like. The things they warn <laughs> you, you like that they have. I, I like. <laughs> I go. I don't really need to know everything that's going on. I don't know how to explain the Witcher. It's just something that has to be witnessed. Yeah, it's. I don't know why it it's a fantasy. So think like Game of Thrones if you like that. Um, if you like that kind of a storytelling, and but it's very the women are the powerful ones in oh, this series. Nice. All right. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, and it's based on a series of books, and there are five total books. Wonderful. Yeah, and this is the second season, and Henry Cavill is a snack and a half. There's amazing special effects when they fight the monsters, which are very creative. Do you get to see Henry Cavill nudity? Yes. Maybe some cheeks? Yes. Of uh, top so and bottom? He, yes. So he has a romance in it? Yes, Jennifer. Oh, oh I didn't know that. All Jennifer, right. well, that who I think me, is a witch. That makes me think. Mm-hmm. But a good witch. <laughs> like Glenda. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh Being the Ricardos is out on Amazon Prime today. Mm. You can finally stream it. And Nicole Kidman, she is doing a lot of press for this. She wants to get nominated for an Oscar. Yes, she does. And uh, you know, this is the thing that actors do when they're doing press to get an Academy Award is they have to prove how method they have gone in preparing for these roles. And so Nicole Kidman is doing that in a new interview with the Jour magazine. She's talking about how she took up smoking to nail Lucille Ball's quote deep voice. Mm. I mean She's been doing nonstop yes, she for has. this movie for like two months. Yes. Yes. So because it is finally out yeah. now. And so she is doing, you know what? Her pictures look fantastic. I'll put yeah. this up on your show links tomorrow. Are you going to watch it? You I, you watch know, it? Yeah. I want to watch it. It is two and a half hours, hours. long. Yeah. I'm tired. Give me a 90 minute movie. Yeah, I know. it. You <laughs> sound like me. Yeah, I am like, like you, Julia. Yeah, you are right way. on, girl. No, yeah. I am. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what? I honestly, I think I'm going to watch it tonight and I can give you a, re- a review tomorrow. Okay, perfect. Thanks, right. Holly, so much. Also, it is Tuesday, so we got to study up. This is the study of duh with noted academic journal skimmer, Lori. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that, doy. And here's my first duh. Look for Grant. He's our host on a post today. You can find him. Find him is no brainer. He's on the page with the trainer. Which is I love that. Yeah, it is. We registered to win a thousand dollars. Um, and we're drawing that on Thursday. So, um, yeah, you know, find Grant today and find whoever tomorrow and then Thursday and you'll at least have four chances to win. Right. Pretty neat. Pretty good. OK, so here is a study of duh. Now, to me, this is a duh, but for a reason that's usually in the wrong direction. OK, because while people, friends and relatives might argue whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not, a new study finds most would be shocked to know it was a Christmas book first. And I say 
Uh, duh! No <laughs> one knew that. Which one? Christmas Story? Die Hard. It was, it was a, a book. I know. Nobody never... knew it was a That's why? Story. Yeah. Oh, for gosh sake. Seven in ten Americans don't know that Die Hard was actually based on a book. And I say that is not a surprise because this Uh-oh. is news to me. Yeah, you learn something new every day. News like I said. That is something. It was a novel first. People also don't know that Mean Girls was based on a book. I didn't know that either. Yes, it was. Uh um, in a recent survey of uh, 2,000 Americans, 63% say they're more likely to see a movie this holiday season if they know it's based on a success- okay. s- successful book. So this is good news for Journal for Jordan, which is Denzel Washington directing Michael B. Jordan in a movie. I think it's coming out maybe Christmas Day. Yeah, I've heard about they this movie. They said a true story, yes. and it is getting rave. There's like been an embargo on it, but the word is it is really good. Really, and Denzel directing Michael B. Jordan based on a true story, right? Based on a book, right? People like that, but yeah. no one knew that Die Hard was based Not on even a damn for a book. Second, Lori, I know. So there's something that you can, if that's if someone's arguing about whether or not they think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, but did you know it was a Christmas book first? Yeah, because, I mean, I don't know where you guys are on, um, you know, that spectrum, if you think it's a Christmas movie or not. People basically, a Christmas movie is defined as any film that features Christmas-related characters like Santa Claus or takes place during Christmas. Got it. Well, because they're at their holiday party in Die Hard. I think a Christmas movie's uh, love, actually, a Christmas story... Oh, there's so many. Lori. Yeah, but I mean, those two are like Home kinda, Alone. Home Alone is a Christmas um, one. The Santa Claus. Christmas Vacation. Christmas yeah. Vacation. Yeah. I mean, Elf. Yeah, I Elf, mean, of course. God, there's so many out there now. But that's why people don't, that's why the argument yes. is Die Hard, a Christmas movie, because it takes place during, during Christmas. Christmas time. We see and, a Christmas party. And at a Christmas party. party. At a Christmas party. So anyway, I just think, I, I, I this is not surprising that people did not know that. To me. Okay, here is another study of duh for you. So um, the average American goes over almost $400 when they go on a vacation. They go whatever. Duh. They, duh. <laughs> <laughs> no brainer. I think it. Duh. Duh. Yeah. So, yes, uh, uh, this was, uh, yeah, people, people do this and it's like not surprising to anyone of us, no matter where you think you're going, you'll always maybe just spend a little bit more because you do a last minute excursion. Let's go zip lining. Let's do this. We'll deal with it when we're home. I'm like, okay. mm-hmm. so 400 is the uh, is what most people, you know, overspend. By. Got it. And I think it depends on your budget. It totally depends you on know. your budget because yeah. Yeah. if you're a college student, maybe you um, might only go over a by 50 or 100, right. depending yeah. on what your budget right. is. Okay, all right. Here is another study of duh. People who can't stop using this annoying phrase have very low emotional intelligence because this is considered to be one of the most annoying phrases on the planet. Now you have to ask yourself, do you use this phrase constantly? It's four short words. Okay. It can make uh, it just For annoys- crying out loud? No, no, no. Four short words. Four short words. Oh, my gosh. No, that's 
That's an Next exclamation, week. Julia. So huh? it's a phrase. It's a phrase. Yeah, no, yeah, See, no. I would do terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. There oh, I go. love that. I would do terrible on Wheel of Fortune because I watch that sometimes. Yeah. This is a phrase. I'm yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, Tell us. Look, I get it. Oh, I never use that. Uh, that yeah, people who use that are always hanging out with someone who's opinionated and talks loud. <laughs> That's true, yeah. I would never say that. Look, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's basically the pitch is look, I get it, I get it, look, I get it. And people just hate it. And so there's this one um group of uh bloggers, or not bloggers, but writers at um at a magazine. I won't name the magazine, but they think it is the first the first for sure you know that somebody has low emotional intelligence when somebody says look i get it because they think they're just you're absolutely going to skip over yeah. you don't get it at all you just say it so it seems like you do but it's a surefire thing that you're telegraphing to somebody you don't get it at all like i can picture justin timberlake saying this to just to be oh you're so funny. look Lord. i get it i get it Lord. you can't get those Lord. photos of me with my hand Lord. up that woman's leg you're at the so abbotson belt look i get it I, I, chris nod his wife right look, now looking at that yeah. like, look look i get it look, it I looks get. bad I, I get it look i get it it yes. all looks so bad yeah. um you know wow it's a way of deflecting big time big time so you find, if you're somebody who's listening right now, just remember, just like watch yourself. Don't use that. Someone might be judging you for low emotional intelligence, as, as given by the two examples we've just given. Mm-hmm. Wow. Jessica. Mine was says terrible. Justin Timberlake. Look, I get it. I get why you can't. I get why you don't have trust issues. Mm-hmm. Why you have trust issues. I get it. But he doesn't get it at all. Because he has not experienced what she's experienced, which is, you know, being publicly humiliated with uh, the photos running in tabloid. So how can he possibly get I it? I can't. Oh, my god. Okay. Okay. Is there, is there a more annoying phrase now that you've thought about it? Yes, there are, but I can't think of them right now. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, look, you're putting me on the spot. Word number one. Look right there. Look. Or here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, you dumbass. I mean, that's basically, I'm just going to say the next line because that's really what they're thinking. Here's the thing, you blockhead. Mm -hmm. Because that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Now, this this is not necessarily a study of dub, but I just found it so intriguing um, uh, for many different levels. And I thought maybe you're even going to be able to Hollywood speak it, but it was 40. Thousand. This study reviewed the after effects of Botox injections among nearly 40,000 people. The after effects? Was uh, it just complete glee? Julia, <laughs> lower levels of anxiety oh, across the board. How is not a complete joy? My gosh. I'm not frowning back I'm at myself. I'm not frowning and I, and I don't look like I'm pissed off all the time. Well, what's interesting about this is they studied the, the 40,000 people who were getting Botox. Some people were getting it, you know, for uh, wrinkles. Right. Some people were getting it for migraines. Right. Some people were getting it for, for excessive sweating. sweating. Everything and, is a win. And some people were for muscle spasms. Right. So they looked at all of the people and the... The thing that they are finding is 
uh, uh, the beneficial effects and that people that they're they examined a U.S. Food and Drug admission, admission database um, looking for patients reporting reporting fewer instances of anxiety after having Botox. And then they created this mathematical algorithm to scan for the differences and anxiety dropped by 22 to 72 percent among Botox uh, users using the injections for everything from wrinkles to the migraines to spasms to sweating. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of interesting, right? right? I love that one because I, I totally can figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> Study it da. Yeah, again, they took into effect, you know, people were taking antidepressants and anti-anxiety, and they just were like, let's try and find something that's really kind of unusual. That's what they found, you know? So pay attention the next time you get Botox. Do you feel any calmer when you leave? 100%. Yeah, there you go. Well, this is such a true statement. I will be back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on 12-21-21. Winter solstice. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, uh, today, earlier today, Elton John hosted a joint Zoom call with all of his collabor- collaborators from the lockdown sessions. His album that he made during yes, the pandemic. Yes, yes, yes. Some of the people, and we posted this. Okay? okay. Stars, they're just like us on a Zoom call. So some of the it was Lil Nas X, Stevie Wonder, Dua Lipa, Miley Cyrus, Stevie Nicks, Brandy Car- Carlisle. How would you like to have to be the party, the Zoom planner yeah, for that? Eddie Vedder, Nicki Minaj, and once the call began, the stars rolled in, and John greeted them one by one. And, of course, lots of hiccups are already are happening when you watch it. Um, you know, Jimmy Allen tells this one guy, your mute is on. Charlie Puth asked someone to turn down the air conditioner because he can't hear. Um, just Ed Sheeran was running late. It's just kind of a cute thing. Um, but, yeah, the uh, lockdown sessions... We love that Dua Lipa Elton John song. It's so oh, good. Oh, I think it's, it's so, so fun. Good. And, and then the, the Merry Christmas. Yeah, the Merry it's Christmas so one. good. So in the silly video, the British singers do play uh, homage to like Last Christmas and some other songs. It's just cute and it's posted for your like pleasure. Now the Palm Springs International Film Awards canceled their gala uh, that's supposed to happen January 6th due to COVID. This is the one that, um, you know, Mary Hart yes. from Entertainment yes. Tonight always hosts. And they partner with still with entertainment tonight. Um, uh, so they're not going to have uh, the award ceremony, but they're going to show the films. I guess stars were saying they weren't going to show up, even though you're going to have to be vaccinated and wear a mask. Um, apparently, uh, Hollywood let somebody in a big tent pole movies uh, go on a bunch of premieres and, and the movie became like a super spreader event. It's been a blind item that's been going around. For a couple of days, that one one actress is in a tentpole movie. What does that mean? Even? Tentpole is a Spider-Man, a Marvel. Oh, okay. You know, big, big. That's a tentpole movie. Oh, okay. So much room right. in the tent. In the Welcome, tent. everybody. Okay. People are saying it's Carrie Ann Moss from The Matrix, which is, no. I've heard good I've, and bad oh, things about that. I saw that. one star. 
Uh-huh. Out of four, and I saw another low star. Yeah. Ooh. I don't are care. Are Matrix fans? Those aren't my movies. I like the very first, first one. one. Oh, it's awesome. It's so good. But, Will you see this one? I mean, um, Keanu, Mary. Maybe. Curry, yeah. I mean, I do like, I'm a huge Keanu Reeves yeah. guy, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, if you're bored tonight, you've got mm-hmm. three hours. The Bachelorette finale's oh, on ABC. Yeah. We'll be discussing tomorrow. Jim Gaffigan, he has a comedy spe- special that's dropping on Netflix. It taped here. I love him. This is the one that was That's taped right. here. Mm-hmm. So it's dropping on Netflix. I think that'd be fun. Also, um, being the Ricardo's... Who's she going to pick? Who's she going to pick? The okay, I think she's not going to pick the guy that's mom says. Um, not the guy from Texas. She's going to pick the guy from Portland that looks really sweet and young. Yeah. I think that she's not the going to ask Joe from Minnesota to come back. You do? Well, they keep teasing that we've never seen this happen. Why no? I wonder what it's going to be. Oh, for it's <laughs> so three have we, hours. It's three hours, Julia. So are we uh, going to see her and invite I mean, someone back? Well, we could go on errands. We could start watching it. Then we could come back into it. I don't even know. Lori, I don't know. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, Brian, you don't watch that, do you? Or, or do you? she I mean, ends up... No, but... Yeah, but you kind <laughs> have of we do. ever but seen it when they yeah, end up with yeah. no one? We've seen yes, that before. we've seen that. Mm-hmm. But we've never seen someone, I don't think, get asked back after they got kicked off while, you know, in to be included in filming. Oh, that's a first time thing? Maybe. Maybe. I, I, All right, Lori, we'll see. Being the Ricardos, it did drop today on Prime Video. If you mm-hmm. have Amazon Prime, you get that at no charge. Tonight at midnight, Emily in Paris drops. I'm not, I'm saving that. That's my Christmas Day plan. A couple other things that are happening are, um, Let's see. Um, ba, 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 ba. There you go. So I'm going to tell you. Um, Adele, oh, tell Adele is re-airing tonight on CBS, that one night only. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. If you didn't see it the first time around and you were like, oh, damn, I didn't know it was on a Sunday night, that is worth Did we? Did you talk vaping. about how great Marie Osmond was? We did. Did we talk about gambling? No, at Mystic Lake? No, not really. All right. That was super fun. Yeah, I, I said that you found I, the $2 Viking Cosmic Blackjack tables. I, which were, I had which so much fun, best. which means you could bet $10 or you could bet 2 or you could bet 8 But there was a service fee. I never noticed that before. So you had to pay a toll. Finally, by the time Just my, a quarter. my oh. blockheaded thing got through, I never yeah. knew what that was. It is a toll because at it's Mystic so at a $2 table, yeah. no one probably ever, the, the people. But I loved it. Dealers I love the opportunity. Because in Vegas, sometimes yeah. it's every hand is 25 bucks, and I'm not going to play. It was so fun to sit down and enjoy a $2 every hand. Every hand is not $25. You can play $10 hands. But Julia. we don't go to those casinos. Well, they have ten dollars tables at Blackjack during at Bellagio during the day. We'll see, like I said, during the okay. day, which is like when we like to gamble. What do you but... think of them making a West Side Story two, the sequel? What do you mean? I saw that today. That they're thinking of making West Side Story the sequel. I thought, why would you do that? The first, Already, the Already? first one didn't even go that far. Yes. I'd probably spill water on it and had to throw it out when I spilled it. I, I, don't, I don't know. I saw I don't that know. today. I don't know that they would get the money to do that because that movie... It was a bomb. Well... In the box office. At the box office, it, it has a long way to go to get going. You know? I know, I know. Okay, what? here's a little thing on West Side Story that was kind of interesting. Okay, uh, comparing the 61, the original, to 2021. So in... Um, in 2021, 50 members of the cast of West Side Story, it was their very first movie. The cast were for hers for 540 hours. The 11 dance numbers are performed on screen. You know, they're doing it mm-hmm. live. 
Um, there were 37 locations in New York City and New Jersey. Wow. It's been 64 years since it was on Broadway. And Cheetah Rivera, who plays Anita in the play, and the three actors from the 1961 movie, including Russ Tamblin, who plays um, Riff. Yeah. Um, they visited the set. And um, and two 1961 Jets appear in the 2021 film in new roles. Just a little thing. All right. Oh, but sweet. in the 1961 version, the yeah. soundtrack spent 54 weeks at number one on the Billboard album charts. A lot of people's parents right. had that album. Um, 27 pairs of pants were split while dancing. <laughs> um, Natalie Wood, who plays Maria, couldn't snap her fingers, so the sound was dubbed. Okay, that's hysterical. And it was originally about a Catholic boy and a Jewish girl and was called East Side Story. Oh, oh. they changed it to be a Hispanic woman. Uh-huh. I didn't know that, Lori. 200 pairs of shoes were worn throughout production in 1961, and they went through 100 pounds of makeup. And the movie product placements in the 61 version, you will see Brahmo Seltzer, Coca-Cola, and Tootsie Roll prominently featured in that. Wow. Oh, nice. I love it. Good old Parade Magazine. I've been hanging on to this, Julia. I think that was a good one. Yeah. Anyway, and Killing Eve, uh, watch the trailer for it. They did just a teaser. That's coming back finally on February 27th for fans of Killing Eve. Just if you're wondering when... Is the last and final season airing of that? That's an. Epic I don't show. know. Right, February twenty seventh. Oh, all right. That's when it uh, it airs, and um, actually, it might be twenty eighth here on AMC. Okay. Yeah, all right. But it was just a little teaser. It looked very. I was like, oh, Are you gonna, done with your holiday shopping? Up. I'm all done. Good for you. I'm done. I, I panicked some, early. No, and I have yeah, some I'm panicking. And, I'm still panicking a yeah, little bit. I'm I'm done, but yeah, you've got time. I know. Julia, you've got tonight. Um, I've got other stuff happening. Thursday. All day Friday. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry. Plenty of time, Brian. Plenty thank of time. you so much. Yeah, thank no you, everyone. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.